Hey, I want to reach out to Jerome from Guanajuato, Mexico. Thank you for your monthly donation to the Soul Podcast, Jerome. Your support moves me one step closer to that big goal of making this my full-time job. Mark Twain said, the healthiest response to life is joy. Welcome to the Soul Podcast. I'm Stacy Wheeler. When I was a young man, I loved to backpack. I'd go off with friends and hike all day, stopping only when we'd find a good place to set camp. Once we were settled in, one of my favorite things to do was go off alone. I'd find a place with a nice view, maybe on a boulder or a peak. I'd sit and experience the world around me and just watch nature go by. Or if I was lucky in my timing, maybe I'd catch the sunset. These experiences always seemed to fill me with the most amazing sensation. I felt so very alive. Everything was beautiful and life felt limitless. Right place, right time, right mountain. That's all it took. There's a painting by American artist Maxfield Parrish made in 1929. It's called Ecstasy. You've most likely seen it. It's been used in advertising campaigns over the last few decades. It depicts a woman standing on a mountain peak with a saturated blue sky in the background. With layers of white clouds upon the sky and layers of mountains fading in the river valley below. Her feet are planted on the edge of the rock outcropping. Her hands are high, supporting her neck as she gazes skyward. Her face shows a combination of tranquility and bliss. When I think of the sensation I got at the end of my hikes, this image comes to mind. And ecstasy is a pretty good word to describe it. After years of hiking, I knew I could usually count on that ecstasy if I could find a quiet place to sit after a long hike. And for years, I mistakenly believed this sensation could only be reached by being in the right place at the right time. I'd found a workable way of getting to that state of inner peace. Most of the time it worked. All I needed was a few days to hike and I could find that happy place again where I could connect with that deep sense of peace and joy. Right place, right time, right mountain. So I looked forward to my hikes. It was the one place I could connect in that way. And then one day, while reading a book and sipping a beer on a patio of a cafe, it happened. That sensation. It was the same sensation I felt sitting on top of a mountain in the backcountry. But how? Right time, right place, right cafe? I know you felt it too, haven't you? That moment when joy builds in your chest and it bubbles up to become a smile on your face. It's that moment. For years, I believed it could only happen when things lined up. I could guide it a bit by getting alone in nature. I could coax it to the surface by being in a beautiful location and letting go of my worries. And then the sense of joy would overcome me. But unexpectedly, on the patio of a cafe in the middle of a large city, it was back. That same sensation. I was happy to feel it, but I was baffled. The memory is indelible. I remember how the sun felt on my skin, the taste of the beer I was sipping, the rippling conversations around me. I even remember the book I was reading when it hit me. I still have that book. It's short Scottish writings. The memory stays with me, but how did it happen? I even wondered that day if half an ale could do this to a person. It felt like magic. 
But I knew it was the moment. Even then, I knew it was the moment. After that, I started to look for moments like that. I even tried to set them up. Get a book, go to a sunny cafe patio. And some days, I'd get a small taste of that sensation. Always outdoors and always short-lived. And the memory of the cafe lingered, and many years passed. And then, I became a meditator. In meditation, I learned how to let go, to drop into the moment, to not allow the past or the future in, just be in the moment that I was in. Soon I started to drop into that beautiful space of bliss. In time, I could do it almost anywhere. A few decades had passed since the cafe, and I finally understood. It was so simple. All I had to do was let go of my worries and be present in the moment. The ecstasy happened when I allowed myself to simply release and be with myself in the moment. As time passed, I became a better meditator. I learned I could get there with less and less effort. That beautiful sensation was there at my request, and now I go there often. Today, I don't think of it as that beautiful sensation anymore. Now I think of it as my soul coming to visit. Whatever we call it, when we're silent within ourselves, where me, the body, gets out of the way for me, the deepest part of ourselves, that's where it's found. Being in nature helps, but it's not required. Sometimes all you must do is be quiet and appreciate the abundance of this life we are living. And you know, it's not a new idea finding joy in this way. Emily Dickinson said, find ecstasy in life. The mere sense of living is joy enough. What she's saying is that joy can be found by allowing your senses to understand that you are alive. Slowing down is a vital part of the practice. When I slow down, it's easier to appreciate the beauty of this life. I can more easily see how amazing it is that I'm alive in this moment. It took years of meditation and practice, and I got good at dropping in. And now when I want to feel that amazing sense of peace and joy, I can open to wherever I am. My mountaintop, my sunny patio, it's wherever I slow down. Even sitting in my office at work, I can slow down, breathe, open myself and get a moment of that sensation. And it serves me well. It allows me to be more peaceful and grounded. I'm more relaxed and effective in my life because of this skill. And it's been available all along. How is it that no one told us about this when we were young? How is it that there's not a special course in school where they take us aside and tell us about the joy that's available anytime we desire it? How did they neglect that? It's as though a great secret that has existed for thousands of years is not a secret at all. Ask the Buddhists or Hindus. They've known all about connecting with our deepest self for thousands and thousands of years. Sitting silently is where joy is found. So it shouldn't surprise us that all the major religions have a facet to them that involves sitting silently. Whatever you call it, prayer or meditation, silent reflection, walks in nature, these are some of the places where ecstasy lives. It's there for us anytime. We only need to slow down and be open to it, to stop, to breathe it in, and to simply be in the moment. Maybe the Buddha had it figured out. He said, we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. 
When we have a peaceful mind, a peaceful heart follows. And joy is a good word for the gateway to ecstasy. The author Marianne Williamson wrote, Joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. And meditation. For many years, I thought I knew what meditation was. Mistakenly, I thought I knew. It was an escape of sorts, right? But of course, that's long before I started meditating. I was projecting what I thought it was. I didn't know a thing. When I began meditating, all my assumptions dropped away. They were scattered like leaves in the wind. Author and Buddhist teacher Kathleen McDonald wrote, Meditation is not spacing out or running away. In fact, it's being totally honest with ourselves. Most of the time, we're not being honest about the reality of this life. Instead, we're in the moment, playing the role we've been given, like a stage play on the most massive scale, this life of ours. Of course, we believe the character we play matters, this role of me. Of course, we want to see our character victorious in this lengthy play we call life. But in the end, it's just a role we're playing. We are not the body. We are not the name on our ID. We're not the name we offer when we shake the hand of a new acquaintance. We're something much bigger and grander than all that. We are souls sitting on a mountaintop at sunset. We are a saintly heart sitting on a cafe patio in the sun. We're the smile on a baby's face. Meditation brought me a different level of honesty about myself and a greater appreciation for the subtle beats of this life. When I pause and be in the moment, these moments, these precious moments we call living. Whether you're on a mountain in a coffee shop or just making your way through the day, you're alive today. In this moment, we can all pause and recognize we are alive and life is good. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Soul Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, learned something new, or were just entertained, please tell your friends about the show. This is the best way for people to find the show. Check the show notes for links to supporting information, as well as any books or other reading material related to this episode.